We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. multiple times that it's a hypothetical question that you're not interested in addressing regarding the quarterback situation. But is Bailey Zappi competing to have that job or is it Mac Jones's job whenever it is that he becomes fully healthy to return to the field? Because every player's job to be ready to go. That's their job. So Mac wasn't active yesterday, so, so there's nothing to really talk about. Yeah! Yeah! Late night, W-E-E-I, it's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937. That's Bill Belichick on Greg Hill's show. Not committing to Bailey Zappi being the starting quarterback, but at least saying that, hey, everybody must compete for their job. No privilege. See, this is the week that Mac Jones is going to do everything to get his job back and won't. Now, not because he doesn't have the talent on Settle down, we'll get to that portion in a moment. But because I don't think he's fully healthy yet. And the Patriots are not going to put an 85% Mac Jones out there just to prove a point that Mac Jones can get back in there. There's, there's, there's no four-alarm fire going on right now in the bigger story of the Patriots. There's still probably like a 6-11 and 11 team and the Jets look to be a problem. But privilege... Everybody has to work for their job. No privileges. See, I, it, it, last week, I, I, I feel like Nostradamus up here. Joe Braverman, thank you so much for being here and working hard. There's a lot of stuff coming tonight. Appreciate you being here, working hard. Look, Mac has to earn it. This has been my theme since game four of last year. Now, do I think that what was going to be in place would have been better when Mac first got here? Absolutely not. No one's saying that, but didn't beat them out. They beat themselves out. And this is everything that is in the back of the mind of a lot of people who are on Team Zappy. Now, personally, I want to see a fire lit under Mac Jones because the idea is, hey, either you want it or you don't. That's why I don't think this is a Brady versus Bledsoe situation. It wasn't like Bledsoe didn't want it. 
He had earned it. He was very good. He was very well compensated in the course of the league in terms of, you know, pecking orders of quarterbacks. You could argue he was a top 10 quarterback. You know, this is not a top 10 quarterback. We're talking about Mac Jones. Here's a good way of looking at it. If you're the San Francisco 49ers right now who were rumored to take Mac Jones at number three, which I think was a smokescreen, do you think they're saying today, man, we should have taken Mac Jones instead of Trey Lance? You think that conversation's happening? No. So clearly there's a competition that can be had because let's face it, if this was Jimmy G who was out with an injury and Bailey Zappi's coming and doing all these things, there would be no team Jimmy G, team Zappi. It'd be like uh, Jimmy G is the well-established veteran. He's He's been in the playoffs. He's seen what it's like to be like. He knows the system. He's gone somewhere and succeeded and came back and so forth. Then there wouldn't even be, there would be no conversation about that. But because Mac has had the privilege of being the starting quarterback from game one, not day one, from game one is why competition is needed. Here's Bailey Zappi after the game talking about what it's like to pick Bill Belichick's break. There's a huge role, of course. Um, you know, he's the head coach. You know, he's been around the game of football for a very long time, so he sees it in a whole different view than a lot of us do. He sees the, you know, the broad spectrum of everything and be able to pick his brain about every little thing, whether it's about coverages, um, rushes, pressures, uh, anything. And, you know, the the weeks that I've the weeks I've been here for the last six weeks during the season, I've, you know, he's been a lot of help. I've been picking his brain, picking everybody's brain, really. And, you know, he's been a really big help, no doubt. Bailey Zappi on Malori, Maloney Fourier Mego on Patriots Monday. By the way, Celtics finishing this off. They're now up by nine. Game's almost over. Pretty impressive. We'll get to the Celtics here tonight on late night. Look, when it comes to Mac Jones and the Bailey Zappi competition, it has to be seen. This would be the time to do it. You have a couple of offensive coordinators who I've been rail. I've been just railing against them from beginning. That necessarily that hasn't necessarily changed for me. But if there's a new system. It's a new system to Mac. It's a new system to Bailey. It's really all things even. I, I'm just flabbergasted when I hear so many people presume that Mac Jones is so far ahead of Bailey Zappi when, again, like I don't think San Francisco's like, oh, gosh. See, we should have taken Mac Jones instead of Trey Lance. No. If anything, they're like, boy, it's a good thing we didn't give up Jimmy G. And you kind of wish that Jimmy was in this position now. All things considered, if you wanted a team that was going to compete a little better than expected. So when Bailey Zappi shows up, it feels like there's a a diamond in what's going to be the season of the rough. Here's Hunter Henry, who let's just call it what it is. We haven't really been talking about him too much since he's been here on what he's seeing from Bailey Zappi out there. Yeah, he's doing a great job, man. I mean, he he works extremely hard and comes in to work every single every single day, earns respect, um, and you know that shows a lot, especially as a young guy, man. And um, you know he's doing a great job. Excited for him, um, and he's executing exactly how what we expect of him. 
Yeah, you're about three minutes away from probably one of the best parodies I've ever done. And I've done some good ones. Yeah, you know what this sounds like? There's no point in comparing numbers. People are like, well, how can you compare three games versus max 21? And do you you know what a gut feeling is? Do you can you see how the team seems to have a little more bounce to themselves? It doesn't seem to be as chaotic. There doesn't seem to be this chasm that you saw the first several weeks. Now, the best thing I said, like I said, can happen is Mac get this fire lit under him and totally understand that nothing is given in the NFL. Well, KJ, he was a pro bowler last year. Okay, I'm going to show you how pro bowling really doesn't mean a whole lot of things once you start looking back. So let's go five years ago. Who was on the Pro Bowl five years ago that was quarterback because Mac Jones was there last year? So in 2017, here are your Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Tom Brady, Carson Wentz. We see that where, where that's going. Alex Smith. Yeah, they're already ch- they're chiseling out his, his bus already in Canton. Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Derek Carr, Jared Goff, <laughs> Philip Rivers, and Russell Wilson. I I did say Jared Goff was a pro bowler. He's been a pro bowler. But Mac was a pro bowler doing the gritty. And I don't really buy the whole thing that people are turning against Mac because his his head's getting bigger. I I think that's a little pro wrestling there more so than it is, you know, real wrestling, you know. So let's go five years before that. Ten years ago, who was a Pro Bowl quarterback? Because Mac Jones is a Pro Bowl quarterback, you know. Peyton Manning, okay. Tom Brady, okay. Aaron Rodgers, okay. Matt Ryan, okay. Andrew Luck, okay. Matt Schaub? (laughs) Drew Brees, Eli Manning, Russell Wilson, Robert Griffin III. My point being, and I'll get to what was 15 years ago in a second, is there's always going to be one or two at the Pro Bowl that nobody really loses sleep over at the end of the day. 15 years ago, Brady, Favre, Matt Hasselback, Peyton Manning, Tony Romo, Derek Anderson, Ben Roethlisberger, Jeff Garcia. This is what I mean. Sometimes when you're at Alabama and you don't have to compete for your starting job, you feel like you're privileged. When you get to the NFL and in preseason you play all your snaps with second and third stringers against other teams, second and third stringers, the whole preseason, and then when the start of the season starts, the starters cut and you're the guy. I don't hear fighting out and beating out for a position. It now makes you wonder about that first Buffalo game where Bill refused to throw. At one point, ran the ball 30 straight times. You know, there were some fan base, some people outside of the fan base were saying, well, that's indicative of what they really think of your quarterback if they won't take a chance, where I thought it was hilarious because, you know, they really got popped Warner. Buffalo did. But ever since then, it seems like the cat's been out the bag and kind of the joke is on the fan base. Mac is nothing really to write home about yet. So against this this Brady versus Zappy thing, it, it I'm sorry, not Brady. How did that slip out? It's no, it's not even close. You must really miss him, don't you? I, I kind of, you know, I I don't. Well, you know, there's always going to be this part of the fan base that says 
None of this could be going. None of this would have to happen if Bill just paid Tom his daggone $25 million a year, which is absolutely cheap. Probably lower than Jared Goff. <laughs> Look, when you're talking Mac versus Zappy, you're really talking about mediocrity versus someone who's already showing you that they're possibly above average in a backup, the third string. It almost makes you wonder a little bit like, wow, what what would have happened if he was the second string during camp and not Brian Hoyer? Are we having a different conversation already? Would this be a conversation that the fan base has been having all along? So look, last week I took a chance because I had a feeling that the story with Bailey Zappi fever would continue to have legs through the weekend. Sometimes when you get creative, you take these shots. So, this is a song that is a warning to Mac Jones to get it done, and also how the fan base is feeling about Bailey Zappi. Hit it, Joe. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, it's got everybody talking. It reminds them of Brady and Bledsoe. Is Bailey Zappi that dude? Bailey used to be the backup man. Now Zappi's got the ball all in his hands because he's competition. Max the evidence on how a second-year quarterback can regress. So here's the mission. Learn the system. Don't get flashy and you'll make Belichick happy. Stay accurate and stay cool. Everybody will say, Bailey Zappi's that dude. Been looking dude, for poise and composure in the pocket. There was one play where Zappi looked right, Zappi looked left. There's a guy in the middle. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. Now, people, hold up. This ain't a blow-up. Light a fire under Mac Jones to finally show up. See, Mac's got a yearn to earn. He's got to fight for this. Zappi looks good, so maybe Mac should stop throwing to the backers on the middle line. Holding the ball, yo, that's not fine. Matt Patricia put that pencil to use. Watch your back, 10. Bailey Zappi's that dude, 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 dude. Yo, what happened to Bledsoe? Pace, 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 pace. I'm just saying, better watch your back, 10, because Zappi is that dude right now. And if you want it, show that you want it. Go fight for that job. Prove to the organization that you've earned it. That you're the guy for this franchise. Because Bailey Zappi's likable, and he's got that all shucks southern smile to him. That's a little different in Kentucky than it is in Florida. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Shouts to Charles and Lynn, who called last week, who was excited, and he was featured in the Eric B. and Rakim uh, parody of Paid in Full, Brady Zappi's That Dude. All right. Still to come, we'll talk about the Celtics getting a big opening night win. More what's going on in the NFL. More about this Patriots situation with Bailey Zappi. Kendrick Bourne may be on his way out. There's a lot going on with the football team. That's next. But right now, Joe's got trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Celtics are back in action. I don't know about you, KJ, but I am very excited to see the Celtics back on the court. And they open their season up tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers with a 126-117 win. That happened just a few moments ago as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, get this, 35 points each. 35 points each. Malcolm Brogdon had 16 off the bench. Grant Williams had 15 off the bench. James Harden, kind of a resurgence. 35 points on 9 of 14 shooting. 8 assists, 8 rebounds. Joel Embiid, 
26 points and 15 rebounds. And I got to tell you, KJ, I'm watching the ring ceremony right now of the Warriors, and I am not happy. I'm not happy well, watching this it, ring ceremony. Well, long, but the well, Celtics will head to Miami for an Eastern Conference Finals rematch that will take place on Friday night with the tip-off at 7.30. Celtics aren't the only ones in action. The Bruins are on their second night of a back-to-back. They had a 7-5 loss. Get this, it was 6-5 to after two periods. 12 combined goals in the game. So the Bruins get their first loss, unfortunately, of the new season. They'll head back to the Garden on Thursday to play the Anaheim Ducks. Puck drop will be at 7. Patriots had the day off today as they get set for a Monday night matchup at Gillette as they welcome the Chicago Bears. As of right now, the Lions open with the Pats favored at minus 7.5 with an over-under of 39.5. In baseball, the deciding Game 5 between the Guardians and the Yankees took place this afternoon at Yankee Stadium. And unfortunately for Red Sox fans, Yankees live. New York wins 5-1. to Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge both put in a homer in that game to win the series 3-2. They'll begin the ALCS in Houston against the Astros tomorrow with first pitch scheduled for 7-37. And in the NLCS, the Phillies and the Padres are currently 2-0 as they begin the top of the 8th. Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber each have a home run to make it 2-0. I am Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If Mac is 100% healthy this week, is he starting Monday night against the Bears? Yeah, that wasn't an option yesterday. He was he wasn't active for the game, so there was really no option to play. Late night, WEEI. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out on a Tuesday. That's Bill Belichick on Greg Hill's show, Patriots Monday, saying, "Look, Mac wasn't an option Sunday because Mac wasn't an option Sunday." And so the question is. Will Mac be the option because not only do you have this full week, but it's a Monday night game. It's against Chicago at home. And will Mac be in there? I don't think it's time for Mac to get back in there because I don't know if Mac is 100% healthy. Will he be healthier? Yes. Um, Will you see him probably split a, a good amount of snaps this week? I think that would be smart on Belichick's part because you don't want to completely show your hand. Right, if you if if you don't know that Mac Jones is going to play, if you're Chicago, you still have to prepare for him. If you know that it's going to be Bailey Zappi, then you might give Chicago because Chicago's defense isn't something to sneeze at. If there's one thing that Chicago will do, is is lower the game score 
And when you have a new guy in there like Bailey Zappi, it can end the honeymoon very quick if all they have to do is just hone in on what he does. They will they will pull up Pop Warner games, brother. This kid likes to run to the left. Watch. So, because there's no rush, and, and, and I guess maybe there seems to be a little more urgency just because nobody in the league is really running away with it. When you start to look at the teams across especially in the AFC. The AFC West was supposed to be this this dominant showdown. The Broncos seem to be very bad. Las Vegas is bad. The Chargers are just starting to steal the cart, steer the cart right. The AFC South, anybody can still win that, and that's crazy to even say that out loud. Baltimore's struggling. Cincinnati's struggling. So the Dolphins are now starting to struggle. So, you know, there's still this room where the Patriots can get into the mix of playoff run, especially as the season goes down the line, because teams that you figured would start three and one, four and one, there's so fewer of those than there are teams that are three and three, two and three, you know, so the the Patriots in a, in a crazy way at this point in their schedule, you know, you might see some charts that say, Hey, if the playoffs started now, the Patriots would be a six seed, you know, Um, that may change after the, the, the bye in week nine. But I would say, you know what? Hold 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 Mac out into the Jets game. Because what the Jets game used to be, clearly this year, that's not it at all anymore. And if you know that this is the team that you're going to face, and I'm talking about the Jets, over the next several years with this quarterback, Mac needs to be in that game. Right? It, it's like the situation in Dallas with Cooper Rush. Never once did I think that Cooper Rush would be the guy and Dak Prescott will never get back in the game. I didn't I do not believe that Mac is never going to get back into the game, but there has to be a wake up call for Mac in terms of what's going on and how you need to earn this job, how you've you've kind of got this the second year shock. Right? Because Brian Horry was not here to push you. He was here to help you. So you're thinking like you they're they're never gonna make Brian Horry the starter no matter how many mistakes I make. But I've seen this movie a little bit before with, you know, when I lived in Washington, D.C., when they took Robert Griffin III. And in that same draft, they took Kirk Cousins in the third round. And so some people thought, well, that's kind of weird. But was it? They think about who's still in the league and who's not. So this isn't the first time something like this has happened in the NFL. It's just that it's, hey, look, coming off of a legend and then a disastrous bridge in Cam Newton This was supposed to be the hope eternal for the next 10, 15 years. And oh, by the way, 15, 20 games in, there's this guy coming out of left field. So it has happened. In fact, on ESPN's Pardon the Interruption with uh, uh, Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon, they believe that Bailey is still the guy to go with. You know, when they talk about having every throw in the arsenal, this kid seems to have that. He stands in there. And he makes these throws, and he has no pedigree like Mac Jones. I, I, I get that. I don't care no. about that. He seems to have some natural swag, as they say. And I don't know, Bill Belichick, it's going to be interesting to see. Nobody knows what he's going to do. So I don't want to hear sources say, unless you talk to Belichick personally, you have no idea what he's going to do. He didn't even have coordinators in the traditional sense. So I'm just waiting until they trot out on the field yeah. to see who's going to be under center and I'm 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 liking this 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 kid. 
This is not like Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush. One guy <laughs> no. is not significantly better than the other. One guy's not getting paid significantly more money than the other. And one guy does not have significantly more achievements than the other. Matt Jones doesn't have any of that stuff yet. Bill Belichick has done this before. I'm pretty sure in Cleveland, he changed out of Bernie Kosar for Vinny Testaverde. That was huge. I know he changed out of Drew Bledsoe for Tom Brady. And just last year, he changed out of Cam Newton for Matt Jones. So he is willing to do this. This kid is 2-0 as a starter, performed very well in the game. He came in in relief. He's completing, I want to get the number. He looks it. He's completing 73% of his passes, which is the best in the league. Yeah, you know, well, first, Joe, isn't that ironic that I had I did not hear that drop before the show, and they literally just said what I said. I didn't even see that early. I, I just see what's on a sheet. I'll say, okay, give me them saying this. Yeah, I think I think they're stealing some of your your stuff. They wouldn't be the first. EEI has a reputation across the country, and I'm sure what's done in the dark shows up in the light. I think that's why I've only asked to be here like two days a week because I, I I would go straight Michael Douglas and falling down. On some of these guys. I'm kidding. That's a joke. But yes, we do kind of know what Bill might do in this situation. He put Bledsoe back in the game, but then made the decision that Tom is the guy. That's why I say this Jets game, not the Chicago game, because you give you give Bailey Zappi another week because one, you're not going up against the high scoring offense with the Chicago with the Chicago Bears, and two, you know your defense is just feasting right now looking at all this Justin Fields film where he has no receivers. I mean, you talk about how the Patriots had no receivers like two years ago. Chicago has like no, no receivers right now. All you need to do is play that Thursday night game back in your head and be like, oh, wow, that's Chicago? Yes, that's Chicago. So you, this is where one of those games where you feel like, hey, the weapons seem a bit better. Devontae Parker seems like a real manageable and functionable and a good weapon for this team. I'll get into Kendrick Bourne in a second, but you're seeing the tight ends getting used. You hear John U. Smith's name being called out. And I don't know if you guys who plays daily fantasy where you're like, John U. Smith, he's like one of those $200 quarterbacks that I can stick in the game because nothing ever happens with him. Hunter Henry's getting in the game. Jacoby Myers has been consistent. And so, when you've got a new guy who's doing this, who's not like just leaning on one, because remember last year, Mac was leaning a lot on Hunter Henry. And when the team was built for last year, I said, look, this team is built for a rookie like Cam Newton, uh, for a rookie like Mac Jones, or for someone like Cam Newton who can't really get the ball down the field. By the time he gets his eyes down the field, you know, either take off running or throw a screen pass. So it was built for either one of those, one on a decline, one on an incline. Now you've got some better pieces there. And still, I I think Mac is a very accurate guy. And I'm not going to get into these numbers like, well, this is what Bailey Zappi's done in two games. Well, you know, if I got an 80 on one test and a 90 on another, doesn't mean I'm going to finish the class with an A. That's just two tests. And so, yeah, you know, look, this is what I'm talking about. You just can't really compare the two because the game plans are different. Um are the skill sets different between Mac and Bailey? I think that's just something that still has to be seen. Now, I think what everybody's impressed with is what you heard in that song, Bailey Zappy's That Dude, is he just seems to be accurate and stays cool. And that's very, very, that will take you a long way in the NFL. Here's Belichick saying he's not going to really say 
what Zappy's done versus what Mac has done this year. So is it fair to compare Mac's performance weeks one through three with, with Bailey Zappy's performance week six? I don't look at it that way, no. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're preparing for a different opponent. Personnel may be a bit different. I mean, think about it. Damian Harris hasn't been there for really the last two games. <laughs> you know, that's a different game plan than at the beginning of the year. I don't look at it that way, no. Yeah, me either, Bill. I'm with you. I've been a Belichick fan since like 80, since I was like a little kid, man. Before he got a head coaching job, man, we knew about Belichick. But yeah, this is one of those situations Bailey Zappi should play against Chicago. Then when the Jets came, Jets game comes, Mac Jones plays. If Mac Jones is eh, or not hurt, but eh, you let him play again in the Indianapolis game. Can I throw out a crazy hypothetical, though, for this Monday night game? What if, for some crazy reason, Zappy struggles, but they make Mac Jones active? Like, if he's struggling against Chicago, does that mean Mac Jones is coming in? No, he'll have to eat his whole meal. Because you're really now avail- you're, you're, you're evaluating Bailey Zappi as potentially the quarterback of this team long term. There are some things that you say, say, okay, at this rate, I believe that they see some advancement in learning, in composure, in what's the word I'm looking for? Um, poise? No, not poise. More like grit, right? Like you don't like. There was a play in that in that Cleveland game where, because keep in mind, I'm not even mad at the strip sack for Miles Garrett because it's Miles Garrett, right? Miles Garrett bends offensive linemen back for a living. And he just blew right past Isaiah Wynn on the block. Right, right, exactly. So we're literally talking about some problems before it even gets to that, even for him to just be able to still get the ball moving forward. Hey, at least they had to challenge it. It wasn't like a scoop and a run. Um, there's a play in the Cleveland game where, there, as the rush is coming to the outside to Bailey Zappi's right, he steps forward and slightly right, so that way that, line, that, 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 that lineman is going past him. He slightly steps to the left and then steps forward and throws a pass for about 10 yards. That is the type of grit where you might say in that situation, Mac Jones goes down because there are three guys right there on top of the pocket. And I think, you know, if Bailey struggles in the Chicago game, well, then it fits right into the narrative that Mac starts the Jets game. I say even if Mac does well or poorly, in that Jets game, you don't pull Mac out of that game. You then start Mac for that Indianapolis game. And if he does poorly in that game, you don't pull him out of that one either. But during that bye week, you're probably making a very critical decision about what you're going to do with the quarterback situation. You know, is possibly did Mac come back too soon with the ankle and that gets tweaked? You just don't worry. You don't want any of those things to happen. But you don't play him at all in the Chicago game, especially if it's a struggling game and the Patriots get down by more than two touchdowns and then it's an all-passing situation. That's a just setup for disaster when my man Roquan Smith is just kind of like feast. So you don't want to put that in place. And at the same time, you want to be able to see how how Bailey Zappi handles that because what if he what if he has a comeback and they you know they lose it on a, a game-winning field goal. That's going to tell you something, right? So there's some other other interesting things that are happening with the team right now. Is 
Kendrick Bourne, which is he's going to be the subject in uh, Would You Rather, uh, Would You, You, You Rather, uh, More Likely To, Either Or, coming up in like five minutes, where there are reports that Bourne is interested in moving to another team. Um, however, <laughs> you almost say, did it feel good not having Nelson Aguilar out there last week? Now, Aguilar with the hamstring, Kendrick Bourne's got the toe. This is the point I think that Kendrick Bourne may be able to reacclimate himself to this offense and be key. Even with Tyquan Thornton still now in the mix, Tyquan Thornton does things that really, when you're talking about from the speed perspective, make Aguilar dispendable, but his Aguilar's number is so high, it's going to be tough to move him. But Kendrick Bourne may be eyeing the situation in Green Bay where (laughs) – do you trade me and I get to go play with Aaron Rodgers? Then, yeah, I'd go. You know, I I would go, you know, because if Kendrick Bourne ends up there in Green Bay, I think Green Bay turns things around. But you would also want him to stay because while it's great that Tyquan Thornton is back, you know, once a person has hit an injury, you've always got to keep out for, you know, potentially a recurring injury. So it'll all be fascinating how it all plays out this week, but, if you ask me, Bailey Zappi, you know, is your guy going into the Chicago game? Um, but during practice this week, you have to give an abundance of snaps to Mac Jones if he can take snaps because you would want to throw your opponent off just a little bit because that's what was happening when Mac was out throwing the balls. And even this week, all the way into where I never thought that Mac was going to play in the Cleveland game. But you get around, you can take some snaps, you're out there at practice, you're listed as limited in practice, you know. Your opponent does it. They just hear about the hype that's going on here in the market from people, but they also know that Belichick thinks a lot differently than what the noise may be. And so for that, you kind of use the noise to your advantage if you're Belichick going into that Cleveland game. In this Chicago game, I, you probably kind of do that again a little bit. You know, you you might even say, hey, you know, Bailey Zappi only took 20% of snaps today. You're like, what? This is something different. You know, I think you start to tip your hand if he's taking 80% of the first team snaps and Mac is only taking 20. At some point, maybe during the week, later in the week, you go 50-50. You increase that number because it throws off the scent to the opponent. But I think the defense for the Patriots will feast against Chicago. I'll get into some of the ins and outs. I don't know what there is about in and out about Chicago. <laughs> Tomorrow night here on the show, I will tell you like just how bad Chicago is beyond what your eyes can see. And it should be a big game for the defense, who's really stepped up, especially the way they did Sunday. Uh, despite Jacoby Brissett's mistakes, you know, if you can hold Nick Chubb to 55, 56 yards, and Kareem Hunt virtually does not get into the game to play, I mean, he's a non factor. You know, that's probably the biggest one two duo in the league going into last week on, on, in the run game. And they shut that down. And credit to Belichick, because what does Belichick do? He tries to stop the thing that you do best. Now, when it comes to Chicago, it might be special teams. (laughs) Hey, let's block ourselves a couple of punts and we'll be good. So I I, I just lean zappy this week, not because of the hype, but because, hey, gives Mac a chance to to ice up a little more. Because if there is a dispute about not getting the surgery versus, you you know, getting it rest, and if the player's leaning more to wanting to have rest, then here's another week of rest and probably don't listen to a lot of the noise that is deserved noise. Don't get me wrong. But 
things that say that, you know, Mac Jones will be the starter of this team again. It's just a matter of will he yearn to earn and keep that gig? All right, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937 is KJ Late Night. Still to come, we got C's. We get the W tonight. We'll talk about this, uh, the uh, celebration for Bill Russell to start the game tonight. Uh, plus, uh, would you rather more likely to either or is next here on WEEI? Brady over the middle. to keep this a two-point game. Move Hayward out. Wait, Harris in the backfield. They're going to sneak it. Trubisky gets the push of the first down, and Pittsburgh is going to snap their four-game losing streak. Late night. W-E-E-I. Let that rock a little bit. Let that rock, Joe. I've been hauling ass along. Yeah. I've been sleeping all along. Tom. Lord, I miss you. Giselle, pick up, please. Are you killing You know, that that is my 11-year-old daughter's favorite song from Dad's old catalog because it's my ringtone. I don't know. I just love it. You know why I love that song is because it's when the Rolling Stones decided that, you know what, we're going to reach an audience that you would hate that would love the Rolling Stones, and it worked. Look, when Tampa lost to, to the Steelers, a lot of money, you heard a lot of money go, flushed. There was a lot of money lost on that game because that was a layup. And I was like, if you had Pittsburgh and, and the money line, oh my gosh, it was like almost like 500 plus 500, almost like five to one. Don't forget the situation too. Kenny Pickett goes out and Trubisky comes back in to save the day. Yeah, but you're literally talking about okay and really bad. You know what I mean? Like that's how bad that loss is for Tampa is that Mitch Trubisky came in the game and won it. Against Brady. And, of course, it, it it feeds into the narrative of Brady has Wednesdays off. Well, then he takes a Friday off to go to Robert Kraft's wedding, and they got a game Sunday. And now people are asking Todd Bowles, like, hey, is this kind of out of order? And now Todd Bowles has got to ask questions. Look, this was supposed to be a feel-good story for Tampa. Black head coach finally getting a good quarterback that won't have him going like 2-19 and before they fire him. But Brady's just, granted, there's so many things going on off the field with him that we don't know fully the realm of it, but this week, this past week, knowing that he has he gets Wednesdays off, and that's understandable, was not there for Friday or Saturday. I think they believe they say it wasn't here for Saturday walk uh, walkthrough either and just shows up at the game Sunday and then is on camera screaming at his linemen. And if I'm one of those linemen, I'd be like, bro, Really? I mean, I, we know it's you, but you where was you? I mean, you weren't here Wednesday, you were here Thursday, you were here Friday, you were here Saturday, and now you mad at us on Sunday? You know, the Bucks feel like a they feel like the worst three and three team in the NFL right now with everything going on. The run game is struggling, the receivers are getting hurt as they go along. Here come the rumors. Is it time to call Gronk? Will will Edelman put something between those two bones in his knee and get out, out there again? You know. It's uh, it, This all could have been avoided if Tom stayed. <laughs> if Tom stayed, everybody's at the wedding. <laughs> you know what I mean? The linemen are there. The whole team's there. Everybody. Uh, Bill may or may not be there. But, you know, it's a, it's a private jet from the team. All right, still to come. Uh, Ten minutes, we'll talk about the Celtics getting their opening night win 
And what was impressive about tonight's win because of what was missing? But now it is time to play the latest game here on Late Night. Would you rather more likely to either or? Hit it, Joe! Yeah. Would you, you, you rather more likely to either or I ask of you? Yeah. Would you, you, you rather more likely to either or I ask of you? All right. Three questions. Would you rather more likely to happen than either or? They can be in anything, sports, life. Here we go. All right, Joe, what's the first one? So the first one, would you rather Mac Jones take 50% of the first team snaps and he's 85% healthy, or Bailey Zappi take all of the first team snaps in practice this week and allow Mac another week of recovery? (sighs) I guess that's the good thing about towards the end of the week. If I was Bill Belichick, and I'm not, but just to be clever, on Friday... Let Mac Jones take 50% of the first team snaps if he hasn't all week. Even if you know that he's only 85% healthy, you make him active for the game, but you you make him the emergency quarterback. You probably bring uh, uh, Blaine Gilbert back up uh, and make him the number two. So I would say Mac Jones taking 50% of the first team snaps, 85% healthy, but at the end of the week, because if Bailey Zappi takes all the first team snaps in practice this week, Chicago is just going to do everything they can to make Bailey Zappi look extremely bad. And if you can cause confusion, that chaos is always good for you when, when you're going up against your opponent. All right, next. More likely to put on the inactive list this week if both are questionable, Kendrick Bourne with a toe injury or Nelson Aguilar with his hammy. Ooh. Not what I would want to, but because <laughs> I would want Nelson Aguilar's hamstring to, to, to put some more ice on it. You got like 10 more weeks of ice? Well, look, I think on the inactive list this week could be Kendrick Bourne. They want to see where Nelson Aguilar's hamstring is. I don't know if they're really comfortable with playing Tyreek Thornton on every single down as the, you know, as the kind of the guy who can run the fast nine route. Um, I think Aguilar will be active. And I think Kendrick Bourne would be inactive if his toe and he's questionable come Friday, even though Kendrick Bourne is now starting to start games where he wasn't seeing the field earlier this season. And there's just kind of this finger crossed that says, you know, look, I think Kendrick Bourne means something to Bailey Zappi in his progressions, and maybe that could be worked out. All right, final one. Either or, you're at your favorite restaurant, and they will give you your meal for free if they can turn all the TVs to either Netflix's Dahmer or oh. TLC's Dr. Pimple Popper. For the free meal, sitting at the bar, <laughs> do you watch Dr. Pimple Popper or an episode of Dahmer while you eat? Oh, gosh. Either watch an episode of Dahmer or an episode of Dr. Pimple Popper eating my favorite meal for free. Ugh. You know, Dr. Pimple Popper is just absolutely disgusting. There's just no way around it. And, like, the setup to it as well, because I don't know if you've ever watched the show when they sit down for their consultation. You can see it, like, through the shirt. And you're like, huh. So you're like, you don't want to start picturing, like, what it is and everything like that while I'm eating my food. No. And plus, 
I might catch like an episode of Dahmer when they go back to his childhood, and that might be forty five minutes of the episode. So I had to, I would have to watch an episode of Dahmer if I'm going to get the free meal before I watch an episode of Doctor Pimple Popper because a pimple gets popped every episode. That show is absolutely filthy, disgusting, and that is would you. Rather, more likely to, either or, here on Late Night with KJ on WEEI. Celtics talk next. Thank you so much for hanging out. Hour two coming. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.